BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, second hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. Remember, ask Dr. Jesse Cometh, and that right soon. Get your questions emailed into jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We have them all stashed away. We're getting to this email roundup any second here. I have to address a couple things because apparently they just passed a gigantic fat bill today and we have to address it really quickly. But first, I've been accused of something vicious by Chris. You know we moved into this new fancy studio. What was that, a month ago, Chris? A couple weeks? month? I don't know. Who knows? I'm not intelligent. We moved in very shortly. I or I heart and, and the first TV, my TV show. I'm on TV every night, 9 p.m. Eastern. They they got us a studio down here, so we had our own stuff. And there are a lot of nice things about it. One, we have a kitchen full of chips and cookies and little Debbie products. We got ranch and all kinds of salsas and condiments in our fridge. They got us our own fridge. They got me an, uh, a big couch that I can nap on, and it's a big couch because, remember, I'm six foot eight. We have all this great stuff, but maybe the best part of it is this. The studio part where I actually do the show, no one else uses it, meaning no one else touches the microphone, moves stuff around the desk. I get up and leave tonight when the show's over. I show back up tomorrow to do the show as I will. All the stuff's right where I left it. And let's talk about the microphone situation here. And look, I don't care if you don't care. I have to unburden myself with this and defend myself from accusations. In the older studio, and I was grateful to be there while it was there, other people would use it. I mean, it's booked all day long. This guy has to do this morning show here, and this guy has to do that morning show there, and he has to record his podcast here, and eventually we come in. People... Sometimes when they talk, spit comes out. All right, spittle. Look, you think you think the people around Joe Biden don't know this? All right, when when they talk, spit comes out sometimes. And yes, we have cleaning people, but they don't clean the microphone. And so sometimes you'd get down to talk into the microphone. I know I'm cringing too, and you can smell it. And we all, oh, I know, Chris, it's the grossest thing in the world. And so we'd have to go and get some Clorox wipes and wipe it down because it's just the grossest thing in the world. The good news is that never happens anymore. Microphone never smells because I'm not sitting here drooling into it. That's the good part. The bad part is when there ever is something on the microphone, there's no one else to blame. I'm currently staring at the microphone. There's a little... I say brown, not orange. There's a speck. Don't shake your head, Chris. There's a speck of some kind. You know what? We're taking a picture of this and we're putting it online so people can figure out for themselves. There's a little brown speck in there. 
I just got accused during the break of eating cheese balls, which you know I do, eating cheese balls in here and getting cheese ball on the microphone. I said, I did not, Chris. This is a false accusation. I, I reject it. I reject it. That's me dropping a bomb on your false accusation, Chris. Congress reaches a deal on Ukraine aid and a $1.5 trillion spending bill. And all right, let's this is gonna be it's gonna be rough, but let's have a hard talk here. You're looking forward to 2022, right? The election, anyway. I mean, obviously, 2022 might be a bit of a rocky year for us, but you're looking forward to the election. I'm looking forward to the election. Let's take back some power, get these scumbag Democrats out of office. Same boat, same boat. Who, who are we replacing them with? Because I just watched a video of Mitch McConnell talking about the $1.5 trillion spending bill. And you know what he was talking about? The $14 billion for Ukraine. I understand $14 billion is a lot of money, a lot more than I'll ever see in my lifetime. Uh, but $14 billion isn't even a pimple on an elephant's butt on a $1.5 trillion bill. So they just passed a massive $1.5 trillion bill with more waste and Democrat goodies in it than you can possibly imagine. They sold it to you as something to help out Ukraine, of course. Well, this is for Ukraine. Think of the children. That's how they sold it to you. But in reality, it's a huge Democrat spending bill. That's not the worst part. The worst part is Republicans participated. Not just participated, actively pushed it. We're excited about the elections in 2022. You're excited. I'm excited. Everyone's excited. What are we going to replace the scumbag Democrats with? Because it's, if it's just more of this, then what's the point? You know what, Chris? You know, this reminds me. This reminds me. People ask me all the time why we fell so far. How did we fall so far? We haven't played this in a long time, and i got to start remembering to play this more. We play this often on the show. There was a guy by the name of Yuri Bezmenov. He was a KGB guy. He defected to the West. And he sat down in 1984. He sat down after he defected. And he had this extensive interview. And I will highly recommend you go watch it. It's like an hour and a half long. Watch it. Watch it with your kids. He sits down with this guy and explains what the Soviets did here and why they did it. And how the Soviets, they, they knew they weren't going to beat America militarily. They weren't going to match our economy. So they instead went for something called ideological subversion. Listen to this, and it'll help you understand how we got so broken. Ideological subversion is, is the slow process, which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interests of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. It's a great brainwashing uh, process which goes very slow and it's divided in, in four basic stages. 
the first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Why that many years? Because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students in the country of, of, of your enemy, exposed to the ideology of the enemy. In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism, American patriotism. Pause it real quick, Chris. The Pause it real quick. Without being challenged, you see, this is where we failed so much on the right. And I know it wasn't you personally, but this is where we failed on the right is we decided to go hands off when it came to the education of the kids. Oh, I'm sure they're just learning about reading and writing and arithmetic. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And so instead, we had schools full of teachers teaching kids Soviet propaganda. Now, don't get me wrong. The teachers today don't necessarily know they're teaching Soviet propaganda, because this was back then, and that teacher taught the next generation who taught the next generation, and now you have teachers in America, grade school and college, teaching kids full-blown communism instead of patriotism. Remember, patriotism, it's not one of those cliche kind of unimportant things. It's really important to have a society full of people who love their country. Very important. That's not a small thing. Anyway, Chris, sorry to interrupt. Play it again. Anyway, go ahead. Americanism, American patriotism. The demoralization process in the United States is basically completed already. Uh, for the last 25 years, actually it's overfulfilled because demoralization now reaches such areas where previously not even Comrade Andropov and, and all his experts would, would even dream of such a tremendous success. Most of it is done by Americans to Americans, thanks to lack of moral standards. As I mentioned before, uh, exposure to true information does not matter anymore. A person who was demoralized is unable to assess true information. The facts tell nothing to him. Uh, even if I shower him with information, with, with authentic proof, with documents, with pictures, even if I take him by force to the Soviet Union and show him concentration camp, he will refuse to believe it. That's not familiar at all, that end part? He's unable to process real information. Doesn't matter how much you present him with the truth. That doesn't sound familiar today at all, right? Don't know anyone like that? All right. Teach your kids to think so they don't end up like that. When I tell you about Annie's Kit Clubs all the time, that's why. This starts early. If your child is taught to just accept everything he hears, never use critical thinking, then that's what they'll do. If you have a kid age 7 to 12, sign up for Annie's Kit Clubs. They'll send a, a kit once a month. Got three hands-on activities. They're having a special right now, and you need to pay attention. The first kit, you can get up to 100% off. You just pay the shipping and handling. Go to annieskitclubs.com slash radio. And I need to clarify, your kid will enjoy this. My kids, it's like Christmas morning when the thing shows up. Once a month, 
and they'll sit over there and they'll build hovercrafts and learn about geology and get smarter, but they think they're doing missions. It's awesome. Annie'sKitClubs.com slash radio. That's Annie'sKitClubs.com slash radio. I've got an animal inside of me. This is Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. Democrats want to teach your kindergartner about sex in school. They do. Why is every Republican in the United States of America not running ads about this right now? They're not even hiding it. They're not hiding from it. They're embracing it. They're going all in. These people want to teach your children about sex in school. Regarding the Florida bill um, in 1994, when many of us in this room were in school, President Biden actually voted for a much broader restriction uh, that banned federal funds from being used for, quote, the promotion of homosexuality as a positive lifestyle alternative. Uh, Why did he do that? And can you describe how his thinking has evolved over the years? Well, I think that you have seen the president speak passionately about his view that a bill like this, uh, a bill that would uh, discriminate against families, against kids, um, put these kids in a position of not getting the support they need um, at a time where that's exactly what they need, is discriminatory. It's uh, a form of bullying. Um, It is horrific. I mean, the president has spoken to that. In terms of his views and comments from 25 years ago, I think the most important question now is why are Florida leaders deciding they need to discriminate against kids who are members of the LGBTQI community? What prompts them to do that? Is it meanness? Is it wanting to make kids have more difficult times in school in their communities? Yeah, you get the idea. They're not running away from it. The the email guy, he asked me, why why aren't more of our people getting involved? Because we don't understand the stakes. We still have not accepted how truly evil these people really are. They do want to groom your kids. They do. They want your kids to violate all of your values. That's why they talk all the time now. These teachers get caught all the time now talking about how we have to hide this from parents and hide that from parents. The communist thinks your children belong to him. He flat out finds it offensive that you want to protect them, that you want to guide them instead of him. The communist thinks that's absurd. We haven't gotten involved because we haven't fully understood the stakes. Yes, we want to stay home, go to work, take care of the kids, husband, wife, normal life, white picket fence, pay the bills. In the meantime, They've been finding a way to worm their way into every single part of our society so they can rot it out from within. That's the reality. We for too long have not understood the stakes. Right now, right now, almost undoubtedly, you know somebody. You know someone who shares your values. He shares your values, probably love of country, everything else. Loves his wife, lo- or loves his wife, she loves her husband, loves the kids, whatever. They share your values, work, school, everything. They don't get involved in politics, though. They're, oh, I don't like it. Or, or they'll, they'll say things like, oh, they all lie. Oh, it's too stressful. Oh, I'm not into it. And 
I don't need you to yell at that person or beat that person down or shame that person. But that's the general way of thinking with people who share our values. We don't have an offensive mentality. We don't. We have a live and let live mentality. Hey, man, do whatever you want. Don't really care. I'm going to do what I want. We'll just leave each other alone, right? That works fine if the other guy wants to participate in that. If you want to, hey, live and let live, and he wants to take and destroy everything you have, he's going to win. He's going to win. I, I brought up the, the Disney thing yesterday. Disney was initially backing off, not saying anything about the Florida bill. They decided to reverse course today. The Disney CEO got a hold of Ron DeSantis, told him he didn't like the bill. And not only that, they're going to be putting out a formal statement against the bill. Uh, Chris, would you do me a favor? Look up real quick how many kids every single year visit Disney. I mean, it doesn't even matter if it has to be exact. I, I, I bet the number is staggering. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a million kids. It's got to be a lot. How many kids visit Disney? And remember, I'm not going to point fingers at you. I'm not going to look down at you if you have done it. I've done it. I've been in Disney World twice. My parents took me when I was a kid. And what, five, six years ago, we took our kids. Now, that was before they went into a lot of this stuff, or at least too bad. But how many, Chris? 57,000 children a day, Chris said. 57,000 children a day are being hauled into a theme park where the CEO thinks they should be taught about sex by their kindergarten teacher. Now, do you think that's something you should support? Or do you think maybe we have other options, better options? Do you think that's maybe something they should feel? They should feel your anger. Again, part of the reason they make these decisions is they know they're going to feel the anger of the LGBTQ Air Force community. They're one of the rabid street communists, just like the environmentalists and the feminists and the Black Lives Matter and the Antifa. And the, they're just like the gun lobby. They're, they're all the same. Remember, they're all one group. They just have different labels, different brands, but they're all one group. And they know. If they thumb their nose at the LGBTQ Air Force, they'll actually do something about it. They'll boycott. They'll riot. They won't show up. And they also think, because of our live and let live mentality, they think to themselves, the right won't do anything. That's what they think. And why wouldn't they think that? Because we haven't. I brought it up yesterday. Again, I'm not talking down to you or looking down at you because I've watched more NFL than you have in your lifetime. I, I was obsessed with it forever. I get it. But how many NFL games you watch this year? You go to any? Pay that $100 for a parking pass? Maybe a couple hundred per ticket? Go grab a beer? Probably cost you 15 or so. Maybe some pizza? Woohoo! Go Saints! Okay? The NFL hates your freaking guts. The NFL has made it a stated policy that America is an evil racist place and they dump on this country every chance they get. Are you supporting that? Are you putting your money where your morals are? And I want, to, I want to, again, be clear. I'm not preaching that you were talking down to you because I still have so many things in my life where I know I'm, I'm not doing right. I'm, I, I've started investing. I'm not some big Wall Street stockbroker guy, but started investing. 
started looking into that because you know you hand the money off and he invests and you start looking into some of the things you're investing in and you think oh gosh i'm a hypocrite so I, i'm i'm i know i'm guilty shouldn't we strive to be better i say we should all right we an actual email roundup is coming soon chris hang on bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy in 2022 Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Chris, it's about to start raining spiders. Now, listen, listen. Headline is this. I didn't come up with it. Giant spiders expected to drop from the sky across the East Coast this spring. An invasive species of spider the size of a child's hand is expected to colonize the entire East Coast this spring by parachuting down. The University of Georgia announced Large Joro spiders, millions of them, have beginning to ballooning up and down the East Coast as early as May. They're harmless to humans as their fangs are too small to break human skin. You should see this spawn of Satan. You should see this spider. Harmless to humans. My rear end. What, Chris? <laughs> No, the East Coast, idiot. California's on the West Coast. Chris just wanted to break California off. All right, we'll, we'll do both. We'll do but no, Listen, I have to confess everything. All right, I, look, are we in the trust tree or are we not in the trust tree? I have no issue with snakes. It's not something that's ever bothered me. I really, really do not care for spiders. I do not care. for Now, look, I need to be clear. When the wife sees a spider in the house, she calls me and I go kill the spider. So it's not, oh my gosh, I can't do it. It's not that kind of paranoia or fear. But I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy it one little bit. I ever tell you about that time in Thailand, Chris? Oh gosh. So, all right. So let me clear. Hold on. Pause. Pause on everything for a second. Let's do a little story time. I haven't done one of these in a little bit. So when you're in the Marine Corps, Infantry. I can't. I can't speak to how every other thing works, but I know when you're in the infantry, setting war and stuff like that aside, you have periods of time where you will go overseas, and you'll do various things when you go overseas. And depending on which unit you're in, you'll go to different places. We we were in Twenty Nine Palms, California, and where we deployed. Again, not combat. I'm just talking training here. We had six-month deployments to Okinawa. So we weren't on a boat. We would go to Okinawa, Japan. And you'd do a bunch of training there. But then while you're there, you would leave there 
and you would go train in other places. We went to um, Mount Fuji up in uh, Japan proper. Yeah, Chris, yeah, we did. We even set an illegal fire off in Mount Fuji. How about that? Well, oh, you know what? I'll tell you that story here real quick. We went to Mount... This is actually not even the story I was going to tell, but the, now we're telling it now. <laughs> in Mount Fuji, when, when they take you to go train in the Marine Corps, it's almost always... There are almost always two parts to it. Really cool and really miserable. You're going to get both at all times. You're going to have moments where you feel like, wow, I'm a freaking commando. This is awesome. And then lots of the time you're going to think, this is the most miserable freaking thing I've ever done in my life. Land navigation is difficult. And I need to explain what that is for people who may not know. You know, you don't just magically. I know this happens in the movies. You don't magically. uh, Let's say they drop you off in a helicopter and we want to get over to uh, this base over here. You don't just teleport. You actually have to get there. And there isn't somebody you can stop and tap on the shoulder for directions. Now, set aside GPS for a moment. Okay, that stuff fails all the time. You don't want to rely on it anyway. So they will teach you how to land navigate. Land nav, we called it. Here's a map. Here's a compass. Figure out how to get from point A to point B. If you haven't ever done it, I will say that sounds remarkably simple. But remember, maps are not three-dimensional. Looks very simple, A to B. You have to try to land navigate using direction, obviously, and other things from point A to point B. When we went up to Mount Fuji in Japan, part of the training was this horrific, totally sucky land navigation operation where they were dropping us off out in the wilderness and they, we had several points we had to get to. It wasn't A to B. It was you have to get from A to B to C to D. And with land navigation, I need to clarify. It's very, very, very easy to get lost. Do the math. If I have to get from A to B, and let's say I'm even a couple degrees off in my compass, and I walk for 1,000 meters, let's just call it 1,000 meters, how far am I away from the point I was supposed to be at? Really, really far. This is something that takes practice, and I'm certainly not an expert. I don't want to act like I am. It takes practice, and they know that, and they know you're going to fail at it a lot. We do this land navigation exercise where they essentially dropped us off in the woods, and it's mountainous, and there's all kinds of gullies and ditches. And if I remember right, Chris, I may have this wrong. I think it was a national park. Because this is kind of like a sacred area, There are things you are allowed to do and things you aren't allowed to do. You're most definitely not allowed to start a fire. Back to my story. We're land navigating. And we're broken up into a bunch of different groups. I don't remember how big the groups were. I think there were about 10 people. But we're broken up into a bunch of different groups. And they send all the units out there. And everyone's going every different way. And everyone's lost. I mean, some people pulled it off right off the bat. But again, we're still learning. We're still getting good at it. Eventually, I mean, mommy's not coming to pick you up. That's the thing. You're always on your own. Mommy's not coming to pick you up. Eventually, the sun starts going down, and we're not back. In fact, we're not even close to back. And again, this is the Marines. This is not the Cub Scouts. They're not going to come out and say, it's okay. Here's some hot chocolate, guys. We'll try again tomorrow. No, you're out there, and we'll see you back whenever you get the course done. It starts getting really cold. 
we're not ready for the cold. We weren't expecting to still be out there in freaking nighttime and the temperature starts dropping. And so we just decide, well, actually, I was not part of this decision-making. I need to be clear. I wasn't, I wasn't, Chris. I really wasn't part of the decision-making. I'm not saying I wouldn't have been part of it, but we all stumble into this little mini clearing in the mountains at the same time. And we're all exhausted and starving and we're starting to freeze. And we said, you know what? Screw these rules. And we started just chopping up wood and getting kindling. And we built the biggest bonfire you've ever seen in your life in Mount Fuji. And it was completely illegal. To this day, I don't think anyone ever knows about it. And remember, it's not as if they don't ever have observers out there. They are going to have observers. And so not only did we build a big bonfire, we had to worry about getting caught. So you couldn't just lay there all night. It was one of those things, build the bonfire, stand there for as short a period of time as possible, and then get out. And if you hear someone coming, go hide. It was that kind of situation. All right, that, back to my story. We were talking about spiders and, and everything else. All right, that was the Okinawa, Mount Fuji portion. Part of the Okinawa thing was we would go to Thailand. They still do it, and I th- still think it's called Cobra Gold. Thailand... I would not recommend it. I, I, I would not recommend it. It is a really, really dark place. I mean, at one point in time, somebody offered to sell me a grenade launcher from behind the bar. It's that kind of place. Oh, yeah, Chris. Yeah. Just a very dark place. And it's all jungle. Thick jungle. Triple canopy jungle. And towards the end of our Cobra Gold thing, they send you out in the jungle. I forget how long. It's like five, six days and, and you just have to hack your way through the jungle and mountains and rivers and you're sleeping in a hammock. I'm not going into that story again right now, but I'll never forget. Remember, I'm not a spider guy. My first day in the jungle, first day in the jungle, we are walking down this path. A couple of my buddies have actually already gone down from heat exhaustion because it's so humid they didn't drink enough water. And this is day one. And it's pretty rigorous already so far. The jungle sucks. All the leeches you have to pick off your body. And and, and it's rough. And we're walking down this path. And the guys in front of me just stop. And I will explain exactly what they saw here in just one second. But first, are you confident you can protect yourself if someone attacks you right now? Uh, In traffic? Maybe in the mall? restaurant, how confident are you you'll be okay? There is peace of mind that comes with knowing exactly what you can do and that know, and that you know you can stop somebody. There's great peace of mind there. Get a hero gun, not just for you, for your loved ones. Maybe your mom needs this. Maybe your wife, maybe your husband, maybe your daughter, maybe your son It gives you peace of mind knowing they can stop an attacker. It's a non-lethal gun. So if they're not gun people, that's fine. Tell them, hey, it's not a gun. It's not not lethal. It shoots pepper balls. They will debilitate somebody. It does not require a concealed carry permit. Anyone can use it. It's got a laser sight. It's cake. Go to Hero2020.com and use the code JESSE, and that'll actually get you a special discount. Hero2020.com, code JESSE. State restrictions may apply. Miss something? There's a podcast. Get it on demand wherever podcasts are found. The Jesse Kelly Show.
It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Don't worry about inflation. It's been going down. What specifically can you point to that has worked to bring down inflation? Well, uh, there are a number of steps we've taken. If you've seen, if you compare month to month, we've seen inflationary pressure or inflationary numbers go down month to month. Yeah, it's been going down. Haven't you heard? All right, all right, all right. Forget about that. We'll get back to my story here really quickly. In case you missed it, I'm just telling a little story about spiders because apparently a bunch of giant spiders are about to saturate the East Coast. Get out while you can. Anyway, so we were in Thailand and we're walking through the jungle. It's the first day of this final exercise we have to do for this jungle warfare training. And the guys in front of me stop. And I, of course, you know, peek up there and I'm like, hey, what's going on? What are we stopping for? I know that we're stopping for a reason. A gigantic cobra slithered right in front of them across the path, running right to left. Oh, I know, I know. A gigantic cobra slivers across them, and I swear it was like something out of the movies. The cobra's gone, and we're staring at it. It's about five or six of us. And we look up, and there's not much sun in the jungle, especially triple canopy. There's basically none, but sometimes you'll get to a place where it's lighter, and the sun can peek through. We look up. I'll never forget this as long as I live. Right to our left, 10 feet away, maybe. Maybe there's a spider web and this thing is at least five feet across, at least five feet in diameter. And that's, that might be underselling it. And the sun is coming through the tops of the trees. The sun's coming through the tops of the trees and it's perfectly reflecting this spider that is right in the middle of this gigantic web. And I'm six, eight. All right. I have big hands. That spider was every bit as big as my hand is. Right in the middle of this huge web. Oh, Chris is shaking his head. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, gosh. It gives me the ski. It gives me the heebie-jeebies just thinking about it, man. Oh, Chris, I don't know why everyone's worried about Europe and Europe popping off. Didn't you see? We're sending dome over there. <laughs> Ah, oh gosh. You know what? Before before I actually even get to that, speaking of Okinawa and Marines and stuff like that, I, I do want to bring up again, we're heading into some hard times. I know that. I know. I'm not naive. You're not naive. I get that. Maybe you're in a really bad spot and can't do anything, but maybe you're maybe you're okay. If you're okay and you're looking for a way to give back right now, may I suggest Tunnel to Towers? Your money actually goes where they say it's going to go. They pay off mortgages for Gold Star families. They build smart homes for catastrophically injured veterans. They, they can't get in the shower like you and I do. Right? They, can't, they can't just go up to the stove and cook like you and I do. They're, they're building an entire community for Gold Star widows in Florida. And their charity ratings off the charts because the money actually goes where you want. So look, I don't know what you can do. They ask for 11 bucks a month is all though. 11 bucks a month. Go to T, the number two, T.org and sign up. 11 bucks a month. You won't even know it's gone, hopefully. T2T.org, sign up, all right? All right, back to this. I want, I, want to, I want to clarify. I know you know this, but the world, really everything is a people business. It is. I, people talk about Trump and why Trump was so great at foreign policy. Well, I, I figured it out. Trump was an international businessman. Trump understood people. He understood how to walk in a boardroom in Japan and get a deal done. How to go visit Scotland and get a deal done. That's what he did. It's just people. 
foreign policy is about people. It's about how you interact with people. We, we like to imagine that there's all these super smart people and they're way better at it than us, but they're not. They don't know anything. And Joe Biden, since he's half functional and has to go get his diaper changed in Delaware every weekend, Joe Biden can't go. We are possibly on the verge of a world war. I don't think I have to tell you that Russia, they just did an airstrike that hit a maternity hospital. Still trying to get casualty numbers, and who knows if we can trust whatever we see, but we're going to be seeing pictures now, and video of dead kids. This thing is escalating. It's ramping up. Since we don't have a commander-in-chief, we, we sent this person to Europe. Imagine a future. The freight trucks that deliver bread and milk to our grocery store shelves and the buses that take children to school and, and parents to work. Imagine all the heavy-duty vehicles that keep our supply lines strong and allow our economy to grow. Imagine that they produced zero emissions. Well, you all imagined it. That's why we're here today. Because we have the ability to see what can be, unburdened by what has been, and then to make the possible actually happen. (laughs) That person, that person is heading to Poland. And she's going to sit down with other world leaders And look, we don't want to imagine that, right? Because you want to imagine when you get in the plane. You want to imagine your pilot. He's sober as a duck. Eyes are perfect. He is super attentive. Got a good night's sleep last night. His reflexes are all the way. And obviously, we're not naive. We know sometimes that's not the case. But you you don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. When I go back and sit down, I want to think we have the smartest men in the world in the cockpit smartest, sharpest, best eyes. And the same thing right now. We have huge world affairs happening. Russia's dropping bombs on maternity hospitals. And we want to think to ourselves, man, this thing is really escalating. I'm glad we have some pros on the job. And we have the dumbest, most naive, least capable people on planet Earth running the show. That's the truth. Chris, was that out of line? Is that that wrong? That's the truth. We have the dumbest, least capable people on earth running the show. Uh, I'm not sure where this thing is going to go, but like I've been saying for a while, I don't like where it's going. I really, really don't like where it's going because, again, Ukraine putting up a great fight, but there can be a cost to putting up a great fight. Yeah, we're cheering for him. Looks good. David versus Goliath. But if Vladimir Putin is a man who doesn't think he has any other options, then he has no option but to escalate. What does escalation look like? Well, I'm looking at a bombed out maternity hospital in Ukraine. That's what it looks like. As of now, I'm going to try to keep you updated as I hear. As of now, by the grace of God, I don't know that we have any confirmed deaths. I think it's just 17 injured, but... Where do we go from here? Where does this thing go? Well, I don't know. Does NATO now look at these sad pictures and jump in? Start bombing? Maybe you want that. Okay, fine. But you know where that goes, right? You know where that goes. And again, back here at home, let's remember, we have real problems when it comes to 2022. 
and elections. Remember what the special counsel said in Wisconsin. I believe the legislature ought to take a very hard look at the option of decertification of the 2020 Wisconsin presidential election. Man, we have a lot of problems. <laughs> we're, we're, and that's coming at us from all sides. Uh, what are we going to do? We got to laugh about it, right? I'll tell you what we're going to do, Chris. We're just going to throw our heads back, man. We're going to laugh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? It's a beautiful laugh. <laughs> all right. We still have another hour of the Jesse Kelly show coming. Another hour. How about that? Don't look at the emails, Chris. I'm getting to them starting now. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details.